He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door Well, how you doing, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Cajun Conservative Where I talk about life, I talk about liberty And we talk about the pursuit of happiness And we're showing the world that Cajuns are smarter than your average Democrat. How you doing, everyone? Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you are located. I had to change up the slogan a little bit. Uh, but right now, I hate to say it, I think everyone is smarter than your average Democrat. We're about to get into that, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I got a jam-packed show today, ladies and gentlemen. And um, I will be talking about the Texas shooting I, um, and just... We're going to get into that. But if this is your first time, welcome to the Cajun Conservative Show. Absolute blessing for you to be here with us today. Glad that you can join us. If you like the content that you are listening to, please remember to hit the subscribe button on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Anchor. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, and you can find us on the on Rumble. And um, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, first off, let me let me just tell you of the news we got Tuesday afternoon. My and look, I, I got a lot of news article, uh, news um, papers, news affiliated. You know, I got I, I got CNN, I got NBC, I got uh, I got CNN, I got Fox News, Breitbart, Daily Wire, Political, and many other news stations on my devices. If you look around the studio. You will see that we have, I have an iPad, I have a Mac computer, I got my iPhone, I, I got, I got, uh, I got a lot of equipment that, te- that it, it feeds me information. And I'm, I'm going to just start off right out of the bat. We, we, like I said, we got news articles that were coming in left and right on Tuesday afternoon of a man named Salvador, uh, Salvador, I think it is. Let's see. I got the articles right here. Um, an 18 year old individual went ahead. Uh, Salvador Ramas. Sa- uh, yeah, Salvador Ramas, number 18 years old, went into an elementary school after shooting his grandmother and injuring his grandmother and shot 21 people, 19 children, two teachers. And, and ladies and gentlemen, when, when, when you hear a story like this, this is the same thing with the top supermarket in Buffalo, New York. The first thing that comes to my mind is this is evil. This is evil. And this is cowardice that an individual that hates the world all around him because somebody did something to him. Daily Mail had an article to where this ma- this young man was bullied because he wore eyelashes. And, and he, he hates the world. He hates the world all around him. And, and this has to be pure evil because you hate the world all around you. You think that you have no choice or you don't want to live. So you're going to go into an elementary school with young kids and open fire. And, and, and look, I'm going to say this. Thank God there was a man that, that drove by a border patrol agent which everyone is praising right now. Every border, oh, we thank God for the border patrol agents. This man was a special part of a special unit, grabbed his gear, ran in that school and shot that evil individual. Unfortunately, this individual is spending eternity now in hell. Oh, Isaac, you can't judge his heart. Well, by the actions, I can can honestly say this man was not a God-fearing person. Because no one in their right mind that is God-fearing would go into a school and take innocent life. Christians like myself 
we we but we 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 protect life that's why we're against abortion that's why we we just can't stand it because we look at a life of a child and it's beautiful and god created that that individual that 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 small child that is special in the eyes of god this individual was evil and because of his evil heart he decided to go into that school Rhodes elementary and shoot up children took their lives way too soon i'm good friends with jonathan Steele, children's pastor at family worship center in baton rouge and he put a a facebook quote the other day i'm gonna go ahead and read it because it made a lot of sense ladies and gentlemen and look and this is a children's pastor that I'm quoting right here. And, and it's his, his calling is to preach to young children. And this is his, his Facebook post. Two days, that's how long it would be before summer break started for Robe Elementary, Rob Elementary. 14 students, now it's 19 students. Looking forward to summer vacation, no school, sports, and many other things they could have done, could do. However, the 19 students will never see summer vacation, and these families will never be the same again. Second Corinthians 6 2 tell us that today is the day of salvation. Parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles, you aren't guaranteed tomorrow. We need to be proactive in giving the good news of Jesus Christ to everyone, including kids. Please keep the family of those that have been affected by this tragedy that God would move on their behalf and that the God of all comfort will be with them through this difficult situation. This is coming from a children's pastor. I'm a youth pastor at our local church. And some of these kids were in the age range of what my youth is. And this is, uh, look, as, as a dad, I just can't imagine getting that phone call. I, I just couldn't imagine. Look, this is a tragedy. Like I said, this young man, this Salvador Ramos, is spending eternity in hell today because of his evil heart. Because he did not, and look, I'm going to be honest with you. Know, like I said, no true Bible-believing Christian would ever do something like that. But this young man, if you see the pictures of this young man of his Instagram, he's just pure evil. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to get into the heart of evil right here. When you have a political party that just can't put politics aside. Because this is how I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This is, how, this is what I'm feeling right now. This was a tragedy. It did involve guns. We understand that. But please put politics aside at least a day or two days. This is why I'm bringing this up. The president of the United States went ahead and addressed the nation. And his address to the nation, when he first started, I, I was hearing it was talking about, we need to pray for the families. We need to go ahead. President Joe Biden addressed the nation on Thursday, Tuesday evening, just hours after the mass shooting at the elementary school in Texas. Biden, who had just returned from Asia, his Asian trip was visibly emotional as he began the speech, talking about the victims of the shootings. At least 18 children and three adults are dead, including the 18-year-old gunman. The death toll is reported to respect to rise according to the, uh, expected to continue to rise according to ABC. Biden started off his speech like this. Another mass massacre, Biden said to start his brief remarks. Uval, Texas, a elementary school, beautiful, innocent, second, third, fourth graders. And how many scores of children who witnessed what happened see their friends and they and their and if they're in a battlefield, for God's sake. 
they'll live with the rest of they will live with it with the rest of their lives there's a lot we do not know yet there's a lot we do know the parents who we will never see their children again never have them jump in bed and cuddle with them parents who will never be the same biden said continue on describing the loss of the child of having a price uh, having a piece of your soul ripped away ladies and gentlemen if biden would have stopped right there i would have commended president biden because president biden did right on that call look let's pray for the families let's heal from this see ladies and gentlemen he could have went ahead look i would have even done that i probably wouldn't have done i probably would have started the podcast off on sunday but because of political idiots taking the, taking advantage of this situation that's why i'm bringing it up he asked the nation for prayer biden would have done if biden would have left everything alone and would have put it at least two days mr president two days other politicians, as we we're going to talk about later on, if they would have just waited two days, I wouldn't have been angry. But listen to what Biden says after he makes this announcement of prayer. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to gun lobbyists? Biden asks. When in God's name will we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done? President Biden named other shooting events in recent U.S. history and declared that he is sick and tired of it. The president admitted that even tragedies can't can't be prevented, but argued that passing common sense gun laws has been proven to have an impact. Now, he mentioned that gun while ban of assault weapons, crime went down or, or uh, shootings went down but when the ban stopped which has been by the Washington Post been pinocchio the idea that an 18 year old kid can walk into a gun store and buy two assault weapons is just wrong he continued what in God's name do you need an assault weapon for except to kill someone? Deer ain't running through the forest with Calvin vests on for God's sake. It's just sick. Now, Biden has been a big proponent of gun control laws. But ladies and gentlemen, this is just mere hours after this shooting. Mere hours. And he's going to bring up politics. Ladies and gentlemen, that, that makes me sick. Oh, what you talking about, Isaac? That's the president of the United States. Shouldn't he talk about uh, problems that are happening in the United States? Yes, that's his job. But instead of coming together and giving thoughtful and true empathy, to the families. No, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to bang. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and cut down gun lobbyists. I'm just going to go ahead and cut down the, 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 the sale of all uh, assault weapons, which there is no, every gun could be considered an assault weapon. Oh, I'm talking about an assault rifle. Uh, a 270 Remington bolt action could be considered an assault rifle. Ladies and gentlemen, Biden missed the point here. Because Biden, you know my thoughts, but I have to repeat them because of the story. Ladies and gentlemen, it does not matter. It does not matter if you have, if you have an evil intent in your heart to hurt somebody. You will find a way to hurt that individual. You, if there was, if, there, if guns were not, if guns were not invented, let's imagine this. Let's imagine that guns were not invented. We would still have murders in this nation. We would still have mass murders. Oh no, no, no! We wouldn't because it's the gun that makes the person do it. No, it's the intent of the heart ladies and gentlemen the intent of that individual that individual had bitterness in his heart and he wanted to hurt somebody it didn't matter if it was an AK-47 or a Glock 9mm 
It could have been a stick. It could have been a hammer. It could have been a knife. It could have been a sword. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I got a question. Now, I've studied Roman history for years. What? They were Nero's, Emperor Nero's, murdered all the time. They were poisoned, they were stabbed. You're trying to tell me that in the time of the Roman Empire and all these millennials before the firearm was invented, they didn't have mass murders? Oh, no, it was when the gun was involved. It's when the gun was, was invented. No, ladies and gentlemen. It should, it, they, see, this is what the problem with the Democrat Party. They don't want to touch the issue. They don't want to touch the issue of matters of the heart. I'm going to go ahead and give you a little more. This is how, and this is why I'm saying Democrats are, they don't care about the people that are involved in this shooting. They're, they're, I, I, I'm going to make a, a claim. It might be bold, but I, I, and I hope not. But, but by the way they're acting, it shows that they can't wait for this stuff, this kind of stuff to happen. They don't care about the families. Why? Texas school shoot. Uval Texas school shooting. Democrats demand gun control. Curse Republicans. F your prayers. This has come from Fox Sports. Peter Hatson. Democrats rush to capitalize on the mass shooting at Rob's University, uh, Elementary School in Uval, Texas. On Thursday, on Tuesday, to demand gun control measures attack Republicans. Texas Greg Abbott identified the deceased suspect as Salvador Ramaz, 18, who had a handgun and possibly a rifle when he opened fire at Robbs Elementary School, killing 18 students. Now is 19 students and two teachers, according to Abbott. Two police officers were shot and one wounded, but they were expected to survive the governor. Listen to this. This is a, this is a tweet from a, a Democrat. F your prayers. They haven't worked for the last 20 mass shootings. How about passing laws that will stop these killer killings? Re Representative Robin Galergo, Democrat, Arizona, tweeted to Re Representative Daryl Issa, Republican, California. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, these are people that care about you. The Republicans are praying. They're saying F your prayers. Real God-loving American citizens. I'll tell you that, ladies and gentlemen. Gallego also tweeted Senate to, at Senator Ted Cruz. Just to be clear, F you, Ted Cruz, you effing baby killer. La ladies and gentlemen, that's the Democrat Party. See, they want to call us Republicans and Second Amendment folks and conservatives. Oh, y'all baby killers. But in reality, ladies and gentlemen, they want to pass a bill that's going to kill babies at nine months old. And they want to know why they're down in the polls, ladies and gentlemen. They want to know why they're down in the polls. One more article before I go. This is how Democrats capitalize off of people's suffering, ladies and gentlemen. Just a few minutes ago. We had Better O'Rourke, gubernatorial candidate and former presidential candidate, run up to Greg Abbott at a press conference and tell him, your policies don't work. Your, your policies don't work. And we have a video show up. They, uh, Better O'Rourke runs to the stage and tells Greg Abbott, you're not doing enough. Ted Cruz said, get him out of here. Better O'Rourke didn't go over there to voice the opinion of the people, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying. You know what Better O'Rourke went over there to do to make a scene? So it made, look, well, I'm running for governor. I can do better than that guy. Ladies and gentlemen, we have parents of 19 kids suffering today knowing that their child is not coming home their child is sitting in a box about to get buried six feet under they won't see that kid graduate they will not see that kid get married they don't they won't i don't care what gender race or, or what type of person they were they're not going to see their kids again 
I just gave you three incidents from the president on down of representatives that supposed to represent this country and mourn with the American people. No, they want to fight gun control at a time like this. I'll be right back after this short break. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes is Dumb Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. You're my peace of mind When this old world seems to get All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. Just came out from the Daily War. Texas Democrat global national candidate Beto O'Rourke faces intense backlash on Wednesday afternoon after he crashes a press conference from the state top officers to promote his political ambitions. We had the mayor of Uval, the, the town where, where the shooting was. McLatton blast O'Rourke saying to his face, I can't believe that you are a sick son of a bee that you would come to make to deal that you would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. Beto danced on the dead bodies of children. Political commentator Mike Kovac tweeted he will be celebrated by the regime media for this. They have no decency. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I got another topic for this segment. But I just quoted to you in the first segment, our president, backwards Joe. Then you had a congressman saying, F your prayers and F you baby killers. Then you have Beto O'Rourke coming. And trying to puff up his numbers to beat Greg Abbott in this in the gubernatorial election coming November. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you vote Republican. I don't know if you vote Democrat. But by golly, if you're going to go ahead and back this Democrat party, this makes me sick. And look, this ain't the first time, ladies and gentlemen. The top supermarket. This happened. Oh, oh, America's, this was a white supremacy. All America's racist. Oh, he shot him with a gun. Oh, he can't have. Oh, that gun, them evil, bad guns. In a school, look, ladies and gentlemen, back to the vic, back to the uh, the person that that did this mass shooting. And look, I'm praying for the victims. But the individual that went ahead with this, this, this he he was a sick individual. I'm sorry. And look, I, like I said, he he's dead now. But this this individual, it, I, I just playing out evil. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this, I understand. Look, this, this look look. We gotta pray for that man's family too, because I I gotta be hard on them to know that this evil individual had the intent to do this and hurt people like that. They're going to have to live with that stain for the rest of their lives. That man was a coward. And look, I'm going to be blunt. I, look, I, I hope I, if his family's, I'm praying for you because your relative did something bad. But this man was a coward. This man went into a building where he knew there would be no firearms. Or there was people that there was nobody in there to really defend them kids. But when he came up against cops and guns, he hit like a little coward like he was. And ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the president on down calling for gun laws. Oh, we need to change the gun laws. We need to make common sense gun laws. Every criminal in America saying, yes, please do. Because I promise you, two more laws would not have stopped that individual from going to that school and massacring kids. 
but you can't get that through to a left-wing ideological nut like a de like a Democrat. Oh, if we stop guns, oh, we stop guns. Two more gun laws would not have stopped that individual, ladies and gentlemen. But according to the left, we have to make it harder for him to find a gun. I promise you, if he wouldn't have bought them guns legally, he would have went on the streets and found a criminal that would have sold it to him. See, that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I'm saying the heart. When you have a heart that's evil, it doesn't matter what the law is. You're going to break the law. That is why you're evil, because you're a lawbreaker. And look, I'm going to say this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. The only one that can change your evil heart is Jesus. I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I, I've led a number of people to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the only one that can change a heart. I'm getting ready for a service right now where I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. When someone comes and gets saved, there's a regeneration inside them. The Holy Spirit comes down and lives inside of them and change that evil, old, nasty heart, that evil heart. This person was beyond evil. And like I said, I, look, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, to that, on that point, I feel sorry for that soul. That man went in there and got himself shot, and he's spending eternity in hell today. He deserves it. And I humanize, yes, but Jesus could have forgave that man. But now, and look, I'm going to be honest with you. This, this was a sick coward running into a school. I read an article earlier about how he was bullied. I quoted it earlier from the Daily Mail. Oh, he was bullied because he wore eyelashes. And they try to bring that point out. He maybe had a feminist side. I don't know. But you notice he didn't run into the high school because probably somebody would have, one of them high school students would have went ahead and jumped on, or maybe a high school student had a firearm in their truck. We don't know. Or their car. No, he went, he went, he went into a school, an elementary school with kids. This man didn't have their own gut to face kids of his age. Now, I'm not justifying. I don't think he, I, I'm glad. He, I, let's just say that like, I don't want him to, I didn't want him to go into any school. But ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat Party, that's what they're thinking. Oh, he wouldn't have got a gun at 18 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, if he wouldn't have bought a gun legally, he would have went into somebody's house, robbed them, took their guns, and then went and do that. Because this was premeditated. Makes me sick. It makes me sick that that, that's, and look, like I said, what makes me sick, I, 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 the, the left don't have no decency. Like Beto O'Rourke. I just talked about Beto O'Rourke running up to that stage. What decency was that? I was taking a stand for gun violence. No, you're trying to make a name for yourself. Makes me sick, ladies and gentlemen. This is why the Democrat Party does what they do. This came from Fox News. Democrats blaming voters for being stupid rather than acknowledging failed ideology policies. That came from Fox News, ladies and gentlemen. Greenwood said in the, um, oh, that was at the end of the article. Uh, as new polling shows, a majority of Americans believe President Biden is incomparable, aimed to struggle economically, uh, aim at struggling ec uh, economy and sparking inflation. Independent journalist Glenn Greenwood said Monday that the left and the mainstream media are gearing up to double down on their blame game. Greenwood reflected 2016 when Democrats struggled to grasp with the Hillary Clinton upset loss to Donald Trump, saying that that instead of seeking introspect on the uh, constructive uh, campaign in further elections, the left sought to blame Americans from Green Party nominee Jill Stein to Russia to the American people for their failures. The Democrats lost an election. They'll never expect to lose. They'll ne they never expected to lose and basically lost to reality TV show hosts when Hillary Clinton had all backing of the establishment in the world. Instead, asking what is about our ideology that, that, that ruled the country for eight years that drove people away from us into Donald Trump's arms. They instead decided that they were going to blame everyone else, he said. Uh, this is, let me go ahead and go down a little bit. Uh, let's see. The Democrats simply replaced Trump with some ideologies they governed with, uh, with eight years under Obama that caused people to run away from them as fast as they could, he said. And now the people are doing that again. Instead of asking why is that happening, they're getting 
supposed to blame the electro for being stupid the electrics for being stupid for thinking the economy's bad when it's, it's actually good ladies and gentlemen do the democrat party honestly think we're dumb and look ladies and gentlemen if this was the republican party saying this this would be on fox news uh, yeah fox news cnn msnbc cbs NBA, uh, all the major news networks the republican party calling the voters stupid Ooh, how dare they say the american people are stupid but because it's them the media ain't flashing this around ladies and gentlemen for the failed policies that the democrats are doing it's their fault it is their fault and, and look i'm gonna be honest with you and look the the, the democrat party thinks the republic the, the the voters are stupid for giving them low numbers but ladies and gentlemen what they're there what they did thursday tuesday after the mass shooting in texas as i brought out in the first segment and half of this segment do you do people really think we're that stupid excuse me yeah so, um do they really think that we're and look ladies and gentlemen i'm sorry if i'm looking at a lot of devices i'm just making sure we're not missing a news story here but ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat party think voters are stupid. I, I'm glad I'm not a Democrat. I'm glad I don't vote Democrat. Because a party that thinks that I'm stupid, that I can't make decisions for myself and I have to rely on the government. Vote them out, please. All right, moving on. So we had a glow. Uh, we had a, uh, some primaries last night and Brian Kemp, Rosenberger won their respective primaries they beat out uh two trump back uh candidates one was david Perdue, former senator of georgia um brian kemp is going back and he's challenging stacy abrams who ran unopposed in this primary because every democrat apparently wants her to win um i hope and this is all from our georgia listeners if i have if you are from georgia please express your feelings to me uh email me at the cajun conservative five at gmail.com uh facebook message me post on my facebook page something um but stacy abrams is gonna be a two-time failed gubernatorial candidate i believe that I, I i look and there was a lot of things went on with georgia in the last election <laughs> and i believe there was some things that happened that shouldn't have happened and the governor allowed it I don't like Brian Kemp. He ain't my first choice. I, I, I'm not, uh, I wasn't a big fan of Rosenberger. Well, at the time I did tell, tell people they, they should not back him up. They should vote him out. But now is the time for you Georgia voters to go ahead and decide who's the lesser two evils. Or are you going to go ahead and vote, not vote and let Stacey Abrams ruin your state after Brian Kemp has done great things. And ladies and gentlemen, that's the difference between me and Donald Trump. And this is why Trump also went ahead and pulled his um, pulled his uh, support from uh, Mo Brooks, which, by the way, did get into a runoff it, it, with uh, with Battis Battis, I think her name was. Um, he's in the runoff in Alabama. That was one of the primaries on Tuesday as well. Um, but all my Georgia listeners, listen up, support Brian uh, Brian Kemp. And like I said, that's the difference with me and Donald Trump. I, look, there's a lot of difference. Donald Trump's a millionaire. I'm not. Uh, Donald Trump's famous. I'm not. Um, he was the president. I was never the president. Uh, but anyway, back to that. I, I did not agree with Brian Kemp's stance on the election. But at the same time, he did do some good things for Georgia. If I had to vote for Brian Kemp over John Bell Edwards, I would. But ladies and gentlemen, we... Uh, but if you're in Georgia, don't, 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 if you, and you voted for David Perdue, please do not go ahead and hold, hold your nose, just hold your nose and vote. Cause if you think Brian Kemp was bad, Stacey Abrams is going to be worse. Same thing with the democratic side on secretary of state. If you thought, if you think, and if it's your opinion that there were some things that happened in the last election that shouldn't have happened. Let a Democrat secretary of state get in there. You really going to have problems in Georgia. Also, um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders got the nomination for Arkansas governor. Also, uh, Hershon Walker is going up against, uh, Warlock 
Ralph Warnock for senator. Uh, if you remember, uh, two years ago, Ralph Warnock went ahead and ran for senator. There was some way or another where both senators of Georgia ran, and it screwed everything up. Hershon Walker. I, now, to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, the way Hershon Walker went ahead and ran away, the Republican Party is really behind Hershon Walker. Um, I think I think he wins that hands down. And that that's some primary news that we got going on. And I, w- I want to go ahead and bring up this issue. If I don't continue, if I don't finish it in this segment, I'm going to finish it on to the next segment. But we got on Monday a report. McCormick takes Pennsylvania Senate battle ballot fight to the court. Now, before coming on coming on air, this uh, uh, the Wednesday, the 25th of May. We got word that this is going into a recount. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not against that. I, look, uh, Dr. Oz is only, it, it's right under 1,000 votes. This is a very, very tight election. <laughs> and this is coming, this, now, this is coming from a Trump-backed candidate and a Trump candidate that, that did not get the endorsement of Donald Trump. Dr. Oz got it. But ladies and gentlemen, this primary is super duper close. And I this and I think they should go into a recount just to make sure it's the correct. Because we need to make sure that every election is fair and balanced. We need to make sure that everything is done right, that all votes are right. And if Dr. Oz comes out on top of this recount election, he he should be the nominee for the Republican Party. But McCormick is taking the Senate rate uh, the 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 fight to the courts why you may ask well apparently they had some ballots that were mailed in but did not have the date on the envelope that certified what date they were voted according to georgia law according to the new law remember the law that they called jim crow era 2.0 you had to have a date on that envelope if that date was not on that envelope that vote could not be counted now mccormick went ahead and said, I think the vote should be counted because the, it's, uh, it's postmarked that the day before, but Georgia and the courts already approved. I think it went to the, the, uh, the, the Georgia Supreme court and it went to the third circuit court of appeals. And they said, no, the law states that you have to have a date on there, which makes them va- votes invalid. See McCormick had a, a advantage in the mail-in ballots while the, um, the next, the, the, the uh, the in-person ballots went to Dr. Odds. So now he's fighting in court to try to get that overturned. And even the RNC invoked, uh, has gave their, um, gave their opinion of, they said, look, don't do this. You know why, ladies and gentlemen, for the last two years, the Republican party or some of the Republican party has said that, oh, this last election was rigged. This last election was stolen from Donald Trump this last elect and this looks bad ladies and gentlemen they they we know that the Democrats did things to change law or change rules in the last election that's proven even newspapers that are not conservative friendly has said that but now this this Republican is asking the court to change laws to benefit him to win an election and ladies and gentlemen, on that alone, I hope Dr. Oz wins. Why? Because if a Republican cannot honor the votes or cannot honor the laws, we have an issue. And this shows me McCormick is probably a regular politician. Oh, I can't win. Look, like I said, this is a super, super duper close election, ladies and gentlemen. Like last time I looked, Dr. Oz, I think, was at 800 and, eight, 800 and some votes. Ahead of McCormick, do the recall. That's why we have systems in place. But no, McCormick trying to, no, I want them mail-in ballots counts because I know I'm going to win, so I'm going to do it. If that's the case, McCormick ain't even different than no Democrat. And that just rubs me the wrong way. And I don't think he should be the next senator of the United States. I don't care if he was backed by Trump. I don't care if he's America first. I, for you to try to change the laws or try to make a fair advantage so Dr. Oz can lose. I have an issue with that. I have an issue. And this, this man shouldn't be like that. So we got one more segment after this. Please stay tuned after this short break. We'll be right back. 
Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford, and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all in one word, the Scott Ford Show, and it's on Rumble. And I also have a motivational success show on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe and ring that bell. That would mean a lot to me. Enjoy your life. Thank you, Isaac. God bless. Everybody, welcome back to the Cajun Conservative Show, the third and final segment of this midweek episode. Unless you're listening a little behind, uh, I'll, I'll forgive you. <laughs> uh, and look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a, little, I'm a little more calm now. The first segment and a half, I was kind of <laughs> edgy a little bit because the topic was was it just hit me hit me hit me pretty hard. So anyway, so we just talking about elections. Stacey Abrams, the Democratic candidate for the gubernatorial race in Georgia, apparently don't uh, don't know a few things. One, I'm going to talk about uh, how she does apparently does not like her state. What? And you might be like, wait, wait, Isaac, what are you talking about? Don't like her state? Well, Stacey Abrams was at a campaign event, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, she said, um, well, let me see this. Governorial candidate Stacey Amer, re, uh, yeah, read, um, talked about her state of Georgia Saturday. This missing rival, Governorial Camps, uh, Camp, uh, Brian Camps, claimed that the Peach State is the best place to live and do business in the United States. Stacey Abrams had a tweet where she says, Georgia may be the number one place for biz. But we're the 48th in mental health, second in uninsured, number one in mental uh, morality, and new and new HVI cases, nine in gun violence for too many. Camp Georgia doesn't include them. Why? Because Brian Kemp doesn't care. As governor, I lead one Georgia. That's one for all. So that's um, that's her that's her tweet. Stacey Abrams may think differently, but I believe Georgia is the best state to live, work, and raise a family. And my, uh, Marty and the girls and I will work hard every day for until November comes. And that way we have four more years. So where this is coming from, Stacey Abrams made a claim that Georgia might be number one in business, but isn't the best place to live. Now, according to some in the media, and in, in my opinion, you saying that you don't like where you live. And this is the thing about Stacey Abrams. I know Stacey Abrams may love the state of Georgia and she's bringing up this, but her whole now her whole campaign by the way is voter suppression because i'm gonna give you some history back in 2018 I, yeah 2018 when she ran for governor and lost a very close race to brian kemp now this is why this that's why i started out early when brian kemp won and telling the republican party please if you're in georgia vote for brian kemp Hold your nose. Vote for Brian Kemp because it was very close last time. It might be closer this time, but the way that the Democrats are doing, I don't think it's going to be that close. But Stacey Abrams ran her whole, is running her whole campaign on voter suppression right now. Um, but if she, the way that she made her remarks were, well, I don't like Georgia, or I don't think Georgia um, is a good state to live. Yeah, that's Abrams comments that Georgia is the worst state in the country. Don't be surprised if Stacey Abrams comments that Georgia is the worst state in the country to live will be used against her by Republicans in the peace state global nationalized general election campaign. Let me go ahead and read this. Abrams, who faced no pressure on Tuesday, Democratic primary on Saturday, said that I am tired of hearing how we are the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live during his speech at the Gwinnon Democratic Blue Topo Gala in North Cross. So, yeah, Nancy Abrams, Stacey Abrams saying she's the worst state. But anyway, back, back to that. Uh, Stacey Abrams lost a very close election. But her whole thing right now is that she lost that election because it was rigged against her. See, a lot of people don't remember that, ladies and gentlemen. She's running on this whole campaign that voter suppression, that people couldn't vote. That's why she lost the election. She still has not conceded the 2018 election. 
Now, she don't have to. Donald Trump didn't do it on the presidential election. But Stacey Abrams is running around calling for voter suppression. Now, this is coming from about a year ago when Georgia went ahead and Brian Kemp signed on it and the Secretary of State in, uh, um, pushed for it of the new Georgia law, Jim, Jim Crow 2.0. That was the whole Democratic narrative, which has been proven false many, 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 many times. But this election, now this primary election, this ain't the, the regular election. This isn't where, this is just where Republicans and people go vote to pick the candidate that they like. Had record numbers. A lot of, lot of numbers that came out. Now, Stacey Abrams, this is according to the Daily Wire, Stacey Abrams claimed that increased voting turnout has nothing to do with voter suppression. Um, then, what, then what is voter suppression? See, ladies and gentlemen, remember, this election was to stop people from going vote, but now they have some of the highest numbers in voter turnout for a primary. On Tuesday, Fox News flagged the interview Abrams gave to MSNBC Joy Reid Monday night when she said that there was no co co uh, connection between voter suppression and turnout. And so, so she's saying, well, look, this doesn't see more people voting. That don't, that, 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 that's nothing to do with suppression. Then what is it? And she came out and she said, well, uh, voter suppression is not about stopping voting. It's about impending certain voters from participating. And those voters, as you pointed out, are likely to be highly active in primaries. Adam added. Now, ladies and gentlemen, no, people went vote. People had <laughs> a record turnout. I mean, a lot of people went vote. And if, if this bill was stopping people from voting they wouldn't have this high number or it would have just been republicans you wouldn't have had no democrats now this is also another problem for stacy abrams right now because she is included in what i'm about to say and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take this credit that there was a lady on newsmax i was watching the election and she went ahead and made this uh this statement and it's true by the way i'm just being honest um stacy abrams is running around the state of georgia right now and all she's saying is voter suppression. Oh, you're stopping black people from voting. Oh, you're not letting the black people have their voice. Oh, you're not. Ladies and gentlemen, don't you realize last Tuesday, you had Hershon Walker, Ralph War uh, Warlock, Warnock. Well, I should call him Warlock. That's a good nickname for him. Ralph Warlock. Uh, Warnock. Warnock ran two uh, two years ago and won. He's a black man. Hershon Walker's a black man, and she's a black lady running for the state of the, the gubernatorial race. Now, a lot of people might say, well, Isaac, hold on. Hold your horses. Stop. Stop. It ain't November yet. Probably them black people won't get in because of voter suppression. Well, Hershon Walker's going to get in. Or War Warnock, they will have a black senator. Um, Stacey Abrams, if, if there was so much of trying to stop her and she wouldn't be running and ladies, that's ladies and gentlemen, that's what I don't get about the left. They will talk about voter suppression. They'll talk about how black people can't vote or minorities can't vote, uh, how minority candidates can't get in on the ballot. And, uh, but ladies and gentlemen, you have, look, you have tons of candidates and Republican as well as Democrat. Um, Lieutenant Governor Sears from the state of uh, Virginia, West Virginia. Um, well, no, Virginia. She, she, she's African American, or uh, no, she might be um, Jamaican. But she got in. There's a lot of minorities that are running for seats right now, and a lot of them getting on. But if this, and that's why I'd say this, this nation. Might have some racist people, but by far, this nation is not racist. And I just, I just think that what I just mentioned now, she's talking about voter suppression and have a high voter turnout. And look, there was even one story and I can't remember where I read it at. It might've been the daily wire where they had a voter that went in there and said, I was hearing about all these new Georgia laws, how it was Jim Crow 2.0, uh, how, how everything was evil and, and we would have a hard time to vote. She said, I got in there. I was welcomed with open arms. I, I was treated fairly. They smiled. They gave me a vote sticker. And she, this lady was like, man, this is, this is a, this was a good experience. 
because ladies and gentlemen the, the left feed on racism they feed on gun violence they feed they feed over all this stuff they work on the emotions of people and when it's time for them to lead like they have now the house senate and the presidency they they don't get nothing done if they get something done it hurts the nation just my thoughts all right so let's go ahead and turn to another story uh, michael sussman sussman uh, trial is going on and it was uh told last last time they were in the court or a few days ago that hillary clinton knew about it and she gave the okay for them to go ahead and smear donald trump and try to get the votes this was all supposed to be a part of a surprise october surprise uh Sussman's trial and now this is the whole thing about this now this was like i said hillary clinton it was a bombshell testimony from the former uh hillary clinton uh, campaign manager and he testified that uh that clinton approved the dismantling of material to the media alleging a secret communication channel between the trump organization and the russian bank despised campaign officials not being totally confident in the legitimacy of the data see they told her hey they got this thing going on it might be true but it might and she said run with it hey i can become president of the united states this is why i'm bringing up this story sussman's trial msnbc abc cbs nbc ignored testimony that clinton okayed leaking of trump russian agalizations agalizations so ladies and gentlemen the big three medias msnbc cbs all of them they they ignored this now i wrote this on my my notes if this was trump wouldn't the media be reporting this night and day see ladies and gentlemen if it was proven that donald trump went ahead and colluded with russia to i mean uh went ahead and found some dirt on hillary clinton and try to use it against her and it was false and trump okayed it from his lawyer friend what was working in the campaign this was trump oh my goodness trump is stuck in a scandal trump it, it, it's evil how dare he do how, how dare he spread false information wait a minute ladies and gentlemen I'm just, and i'm just thinking of this this is happening now january 6th was two years ago and you have a false committee in Congress, including two Republicans that voted to impeach Donald Trump, so they have bought a partisanship on this, that are calling congressmen to try to find some dirt on Donald Trump. And this committee has been there for, oh, almost two years now, a year and a half, and they still haven't came up with nothing. Wait a minute, they did do this Trump again, ladies and gentlemen. Remember the Robert Mueller investigation? where it took two years where the, even the Republican Party is like, well, we can't go ahead and endorse Donald Trump or pass any of his policies because he was in legitimate in there. He had the Russians colluding with him to win the election. There was no proof there. Robert Mueller proved that it wasn't there. But guess what? There's still people today, if you tell them, hey, Russia colluded with, uh, with Trump to win the election, they still believe it. Ladies and gentlemen, but... Hillary Clinton knew this was false. But according to MSNBC, CBS, ABC, and other news networks, that's not a big story. Uh, that That's not a big story to talk about. We don't need to talk about that. That Oh, and, and look, don't get me wrong. The, you know, they, they're going to find everything else. Like the mass shooting happened this week. That should be number one coverage. But this was done before the mass shooting in Texas. I believe I got this article on Monday. Let me see. Uh, let's see. Either Monday or early Tuesday. Uh, let's see where I found it at. I know I got it in my notes. Uh, e I can't find it. I must have deleted it. I got it on my notes. Let me see when the story was written. Because it... Two days ago. Let's see. Yeah, because uh, at the time of the recording. Yeah, this was done on Monday. The Sussman's trial. So this was done on the 23rd. 
the shooting happening on the 24th. Like I said, the shooting should be headline news. I'm not against that. But this was two days ago. And Hillary Clinton is none, none across the news. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this just shows that the media is biased. That the media is just, it, it, it's, uh, it's partisan. Just basically saying. All right. So in the last couple of minutes, I want to go ahead and talk about Biden's trip to Asia, which um, has been overrun with a lot of other news. But we should be uh, aware what Biden has said. Biden has uh, promised Taiwan that he would defend, uh, defend pledge inflamed U.S. Biden's Taiwan offense pledge inflames U.S. Chinese relationship. This is according to Political. Now I'm surprised Biden never said this because. Um, this really hurt. He's real good friends with China. Uh, the White House moved swiftly to clarify President Joe Biden's or backwards Joe, as we call him here, the Cajun conservative comments. But his ascension uh, assertion Monday that the U.S. would military defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion attempt may actually pave the way to conf uh, conflict in the Taiwan Strip. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's some Chinese people there. Um, there, there, uh, there, there's some Chinese military practices happening outside Taiwan. Uh, China has always wanted Taiwan. It's the same thing with Russia and Ukraine. Russia always wanted Ukraine. It was just a matter of time when they invaded. But uh, the difference with us is that Taiwan and us, we have a treaty, and we're supposed to protect Taiwan. Uh, in is the second time since October that the aides have had to walk back Biden's comments that appear to reverse the longtime policy of strategy. Um, regarding U.S. willingness to defend Taiwan, as the president said, our policy has not changed. He reiterated our one China policy and our com uh, commitment to peace and stable sta stability across Taiwan straight, uh, strip. Straight, uh, straight. The White House office, uh, officer said on Monday in a statement he has also re reiterated our commitment under the Taiwan Resolution Act to provide Taiwan with the military means to defend itself. So ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> the, apparently the president didn't have a good trip to Asia. Um, he, he went ahead and said, Hey, we're going to protect y'all. Now all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute, now hold on backwards. Joe, ladies and gentlemen says something and always back backtracks on it. Also what happened, Biden, seem to praise high gas prices as an incredible transition Americans must go through. This is coming from Fox News. So Biden went ahead. Biden said uh, backwards. Joe said that the country is going through an incredible transition away from fossil fuels via the high gas prices being ex expanded nationwide. Biden made a statement as gas prices during a press conference with Japan's prime minister, Framu Kashida on Monday. Here's the situation. And when it comes to the gas prices, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that God willing, when it's over, will be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels. When this is over, Biden says seemingly to justify or praise these high sky prices America's face at the pump. Ladies and gentlemen, Democrats do not care about you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I've been hearing a while and look, this has happened. You know, uh, I heard Senator Ted Cruz say this the other day on, um, a video on Facebook. He said, you know, Biden's blaming Ukraine and Russia and all these people for the high gas prices, but gas prices were going up way before because ladies and gentlemen, if you remember on the campaign, Donald Trump, uh, Biden went ahead and said, I'm going to go ahead and ease us off of fossil fuels and we get more reliant on electric cars. Or uh, some other form of energy like solar panels. Um, you know, and he wasn't on America Coast right here. I don't know if they had American um, journalists there, but I would have pressed him on it. Wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. I, he may feel comfortable by saying that. But ladies and gentlemen, just these two comments right here shows that backwards Joe is still moving backwards. And for him to come off this trip, like in the first segment, as I talked about him coming off this trip and, um, bashing gun lobbyists, I, I don't see a good week for the president right here. Ladies and gentlemen, 
because like i said look we we should defend taiwan because they're they're part of our they have our um have a treaty or whatever with us but china's already in lockdowns because of the new strain of covid 19 and we are we are <laughs> we're in an uphill battle ladies and gentlemen and then this right here praising high gas prices ladies and gentlemen i have an article and i didn't quote it because i'm running out of time uh but there's a gas station in san francisco out of all places have went over six dollars a gallon remember donald trump said to y'all guys he said to all of us if y'all put biden in there y'all be paying seven dollars a gallon of gas everybody oh! Oh, 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 Donald Trump, oh, knee slapper. That would never happen in the great United States of America. Biden got into office. Gas prices is sitting at $6, $1 short of a natural average. I want to thank you for listening to the Cajun Conservative Show. Once again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Love every single one of you. Please continue to support the Cajun Conservative Show by sharing this out to a friend. Text it, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, share it on True Social. Uh, until next week, or until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back, and he's coming back soon. So don't be fate of heart, because Jesus has overcome the world. Until next time, you have a good one. Bye-bye. He said that Jesus Christ has risen And he is the open door